I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Podcast, Episode 126. Welcome to the Simply Convivial Podcast. I'm here to help you beat the boom and bust cycle by organizing your attitude so you can organize your life. Simply Convivial keeps you on track with the ABCs of homemaking. We align our attitudes, build better habits, and carry out our calling. Convivial, if broken down to the Latin roots, means with life. And that's what we want for our homes, isn't it? Convivial refers to an atmosphere. It reminds us to build a home where life is abundant with all the mess that that entails. Simply, on the other hand, reminds us to put first things first and not complicate living or learning. Just do it together. Simply Convivial. February is often a dreary month, a month of weariness and fatigue. So this month I have here the equivalent of a flu shot for your attitude, but even more effective and no needle. Inoculate your mindset against grumbling and discontent by reminding yourself of truth and purpose. Take control of your attitude by taking control of your thoughts. I think our attitude is the missing link in our attempts to get organized. So I'm excited to announce my new free download, an attitude adjustment guide. It will give you three key ways that you can change your attitude about anything in your life. And the podcast this month will be all about how to do that as we consider our mindset and what to do with it. We are in charge of and responsible for our thoughts and our attitudes. We can take them in hand, repenting of sinful thoughts and bad attitudes, and getting the grace and strength from God to turn our hearts to gratitude and obedience, thinking truth and rejecting falsehood. Now, let's dig in. So what is your attitude? Every passing feeling is not an attitude. The dictionary says that an attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. However, passing feelings can become our attitudes if we nurture them and keep them around for a while. That's why it's important to reject false feelings and cultivate those based on truth and love. Our actions are produced from our thoughts and feelings, from our heart. Self-control, a fruit of the Spirit, includes controlling our thoughts and feelings as well as our actions. So you know you might need an attitude adjustment if it seems like everything your kids and husband do is done to irritate you. If you feel like you need to escape from your God-given roles and responsibilities. If complaints and criticisms dominate your thinking. And if, ugh, is your reflexive reaction. Yes, you actually can change your attitude by deliberately and intentionally changing your thoughts. And that's something that we have a responsibility to do. When what we feel or think does not align with God's revealed will for our lives, which is gratitude, then the only obedient option we have is to repent, to change with the help of the Holy Spirit. Our inner lives and our outer lives are not two disparate and unrelated things. One affects the other. Outer chaos does create stress and confusion, but inner chaos 
works itself out in how we live our lives. Fixing either kind of disorder is the project of a lifetime, not of a day, not of a weekend, not even of a month. Organizing our attitudes is something we must be continually doing. An organized attitude is not faking a smile. It's constantly reminding ourselves of truth and not panicking when we notice sin, and also not ignoring it, but rather repenting of it, receiving forgiveness, and gratefully pressing on to do what we are called to do. To organize your attitude is to bring your thoughts into alignment with God's word every day, every situation, every time. We do that by asking for the help of the Holy Spirit. The good attitude that we need is made of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The attitudes that we want to grow in are the fruit of the Spirit. That means that we don't manufacture them ourselves. We ask for them and receive them through His work in our lives. Bad attitudes are replaced by repentance and a prayer for what God has promised, his fruit in our lives. A good attitude is also one based on trust. Trust that God is in control and you are not. That's her reason to rejoice. So many of our organization attempts are actually attempts at being in control of our own lives, at being the God of our own life. We're weary because we can't bear that weight. However, God can and does. He gives us work to do, but he is the one working all things according to the counsels of his will, not ours. So we can trust him with our lives. Third, a good attitude will say thank you. Gratitude is the proper response and motivator in our lives. Gratitude lifts us up out of ourselves. It gives us perspective. It forces us to not take ourselves seriously or think that we are the focal point ourselves. It moves the focus to God as our source of all things. We can give thanks and acknowledge that he knows what he's doing, even if we don't. It's an act of trust and faith. Gratitude builds trust and faith. A good attitude is a godly attitude. A godly attitude is an obedient attitude. An obedient attitude brings joy and peace and rest. As Martin Lloyd-Jones once said, have you ever realized that most of your unhappiness in life is due to the fact that you are listening to yourself instead of talking to yourself? You must turn on yourself, upbraid yourself, condemn yourself, exhort yourself, and say to yourself, hope thou in God instead of muttering in this depressed, unhappy way. And then you must go on to remind yourself of God, who God is and what God is and what God has done and what God has pledged himself to do. Amen. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial Podcast. Did you assume you'd be a more organized mother and homemaker than you are? Did you think it'd be easier than it turned out to be? I'm right there with you. I hear from women all the time who say that before kids, they were so organized, and they don't know why they can't figure it out now with life with kids. I tell you, 
The problem isn't with the kids or your home. It's with your mindset and your expectations. Family life is different from project-based work, and homemaking is different from a job with a boss and a schedule. Children need attention and response in the moment. Children's needs cannot be predicted and planned, only addressed as needed. That takes a different skill set. Homemaking requires us to be self-directed, self-managed, and self-motivated, a different skill set than being a good employee. At Simply Convivial Continuing Education, we learn and practice the skill sets that this family life at home requires, all while remembering that the people are the point and our work is a calling and a service given to us by God. When we practice in this mindset, we not only improve our skill, we also find contentment and satisfaction, even when things don't go our way. Remember to pop on over to simplyconvivial.com attitude to find your free attitude adjustment audit and reclaim and renew your mindset. And always remember, repent, rejoice, repeat.